the gift giving and some of the ways we've screwed it up. I mean, I understand all about re-gifting. I first heard that term with Seinfeld, re-gifting. You got to be careful because people give you some crappy gifts and it was nice that they did it. But the one thing you don't want to do, the number one faux pas if re-gifting, and I don't care if you re-gift something I gave you, but is not to give it back to the person who gave it to you by accident. Because then you got to do some real shuffling. And they go, well, I gave you that. You go, I knew that. I knew that. It was. It's still in the package from eight years ago because I love this shirt so much. I was just afraid a stain would get on it or something. And, I, 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 and so I've kept it perfect. And I wanted to show you that. That's not your real gift. Your real gift I've already ordered from Amazon. You know how long that takes to get something through them. So it'll, it won't be here for a couple... A uh, couple of more years, but uh, so regifting is a little dangerous. But I understand you don't want something wasted. Uh, but I'm really into the gift wrapping situation because uh, somehow uh, people got. I, I think it's suburban wife, suburban mom thing into the gift bags. First of all, nothing more effeminate. It's like go to the Apple store. Would you like a bag with that? And they give you the, the, a bag that will get you beaten up in many neighborhoods. You go, no, I really didn't want to take that bag. Tell you what, just, just let, me shove that, let, me, let me shove that large item in my pocket. I might get a date out of that walking around the mall. But I'm not carrying that little bag uh, with me. Uh, but the gift bag, oh, because I can use it again. Oh, so you want to ask for the bag back. That's the important part of the gift, getting your bag back. And it's so easy. There's nothing a little kid wants to do more than take out a piece of tissue paper and carefully put it down. No. Unwrapping a gift like an animal. That's what makes the gift so much fun. Just rip that paper off. You got 20 gifts at Christmas. You just want to rip that paper and just throw it all over the place and who cares? And, and mom and dad can pick up that paper la- later on if they go around with the hefty bag when Christmas is basically over. But that is part of the ceremony. It's like, you know, if, if your daughter was getting married and you dropped 50 grand on the wedding, you don't go, oh, hi, new son-in-law. Here's my daughter. Thanks. Have a great honeymoon. No, you want the full ceremony and I'll tell you what ripping that paper off is part of the ceremony not lifting it out of a little doily bag there so that that the person who gave it to you can quite quickly scoop it up and refold it neatly under her arm and take it home and reuse it again next year that's not what it's all about but it even gets worse when we get to the wrapping paper because I'm about to wrap something for Christmas for someone and it's like, oh no, that's birthday paper. You can't put it in that. What? I'm telling you, if somebody thinks enough of me, thinks enough of me, and there aren't many people around like this anymore, to go, hey, John's birthday's coming up. I ought to go to the mall, or at least go online, and buy him something with my hard-earned money, and then I'm going to wrap it the right way in gift wrap, not in a little baggie, not in a little shopping bag, but in gift wrap paper. And, uh, oh my God, his birthday's December 26th, and this paper's Christmas paper meant for December 25th. He'll never want that. Johnny doesn't care. Just put, just wrap it up. Put it in some gift wrap. Who cares? It's gift wrap. Somebody thought of me, bought something, wrapped it, brought it to me, or mailed it to me. And that is what's more important, the wrong type of gift wrap. And then they look down their nose at you like you were some moron because you did all the other things. They, they don't count. Now you're stupid because you had the wrong type of wrapping paper. And I also wanted to talk about how we really are all kind of 
religious, whether we admit to it or not. We're believers. Because there are so many things that only work because we believe they'll work. I'm going to give you a few examples. Thank you for asking. Batteries. You're telling me that this little tiny AAA battery is going to run my radio for three years. Oh, yeah, it's got all that power. I can't jog up 20 steps without stopping to huff and puff. But that little battery has the power. No, it doesn't. It has the power because we've given it the power metaphysically because somebody told us, oh, yes, it says Duracell. This will run for years. And it works because not because there's anything in there, but because we believe it. Uh, zippers. I know every once in a while a zipper breaks down. You, you, they've got to have that built-in obsolescence so you'll buy a new jacket because otherwise you never would. But the you pull on that thing. You pull. You use it every day and that zipper holds together. But you look at it, it's a little tiny blip inside a little tiny hole and that is expected to hold. Yes, of course it is. You know why? Because we believe it will. We have faith because dad had a jacket like that and mom had a jacket like that and it works. And I'll tell you another one along the same line, Velcro. Do you know how Velcro works? Velcro works because they say there are thousands of little hooks and, and, and loops that they go into. Yeah, and they all hold like that? I'm telling you, if you stuck me in a prison cell for 10 years and said, all you have to do is get one hook and one loop to hold together by pushing that together, by pushing two sides of a jacket together, just one. I don't need them all to hold the jacket. Just one, and we will let you out of prison. I would die of starvation in that cell. Never, never. Not one would, not one would help. And I mentioned earlier about the, uh, the gift thing with, uh, about Amazon. Amazon, we're going to deliver things before you've even thought of buying it. Come on. You know, uh, let's see. I need a book on geophysics uh, written by Copernicus that was never published in 1707. Boom! My doorbell's ringing. Somebody has brought the book. Like they have trucks cycling every block like ambulances just waiting for us to order something. That's the only way that could work. There's no way. Oh, Amazon's at my door right now. Uh, bullets, actually. I practice this dropping bullets on hard cement. I'm going to do it all day long. Nothing's going to happen. And if it does happen to you, it wasn't my fault, okay? Uh, but uh, you just bought the bad bullet. But essentially, you could drop bullets. You could throw bullets onto the ground. Nothing will happen. But put that little hammer behind it, and you can drill a hole through the closest three people that are lined up. Uh, and one of my favorite ones is tubeless tires. Well, how does that work? Oh, the air pressure inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. My bicycle tire, with, with the bicycle weighs maybe like 30, 40 pounds, and I weigh 160, and that, that tire gets a leak all the time. But a car weighing 3,000 pounds, hurtling down the street at 100 miles an hour, can bounce off the curb with no tube in the tire, and it's just fine. Oh, what's the principle of this? Oh, it's the air pressure inside. <laughs> Give me a break. If I, and I'll take my fillings out and say, oh, no food will get in there and cause me excruciating, blood-curdling pain because there was air pressure inside my tooth holding it out. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I'd have Amazon delivering a new tooth to me before five minutes are up. Thank you very much.